And we're live here from Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant. It's week four of the Coach Max show, and Jim McElwain will be joining us coming up. The Chippewas, a tough couple of games down in SEC country. They lost to Missouri week one, and then in week three, they battled against LSU and a 49-21 loss to the Tigers. So Chippewas done with the SEC. They'll come back home, take on FIU, 12 o'clock at Kelly Short Stadium, second game at home in Mount Pleasant coming up here this Saturday. So we're going to talk with the head coach, Jim McElwain, get his thoughts on that battle down in Baton Rouge, and uh, we'll get prepared for FIU coming in. It's the final non-conference game of 2021. And then the tight ends are here. Tavita Thompson in his fourth season as the tackles and tight ends coach. Keegan Kasu, the junior from Greenville, and Joel Wilson had a breakout game, his first career touchdown down against the Tigers on Saturday. So those two will join us as well as Tavita. And coming up next... We'll talk with the head coach, Jim McElwain, in his third year after that uh, second loss and third game this season for CMU. That's all coming up from Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Well, it is week four from Hunter's Ale House. Hello to everyone that made it out here. What a great crowd tonight, huh? Yeah, they turned out for you. I love it. Is that because you're wearing this nice no, brown I, I, blazer with the blue striping? I, you know, I'm not sure it's brown. I think it's more rust. It's rust? Yeah, I don't could know. We, could like we pass it as maroon? There maybe. we go. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? But uh, No, I think, I think it was last week when we were talking about the great food here at Hunter's and of course, Fabiano Brothers might throw in a butter Bud Light, and you know what? That'll bring him in. So uh, what a great crowd. This is super. Well, it might have been that or that, I don't know, three-minute monologue we did on Johnny Hunter that was here last week, too. That might have got the people out here. No, I know. We, we did. We probably overdid that for him. But, uh, <laughs> no, it was all good. But uh, tell me how you're doing, man. It, it looks like uh, we're football season with the weather out there right now. Yeah, I thought it, it was always sunny at Kelly Short Stadium. I don't, I don't know if it was sunny well, there today. Here's the thing. It's going to be sunny on Saturday, and we're going to have a great crowd. And, uh, you know, it's a noon game, so people have to get up and get going. You know, they can't be laying around all morning. they got to get to the stadium and uh, help us win this ball game. Yeah, looking forward to being back home in Mount Pleasant. That game, 12 o'clock, as Coach mentioned, against FIU. Kelly Short Stadium. Chippewas coming in one and two. Let's uh, let's go back to Saturday, Coach. That's, okay. a, that's a good football team you played. Yeah, no, I tell you what, the one thing, uh, I, I, in fact, I told uh, Amy, uh, our athletic director, earlier this week, I said the only thing that, that really happened is uh, we obviously ran into a very good football team, a team that's going to win a lot, of, a lot of games and uh, a lot of guys getting drafted. And uh, yet at the same time, uh, really what has happened here in the first couple uh, weeks of the season is uh, – you know what? We're not going to win the SEC this year. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's only one team going to do that, and who knows who it is, right? But uh, we've got a bunch ahead of us. And like I said, I, I really like this football team. I like the way they scrapped. I like the way they hung in. Uh, you know, we were right there on a lot of those plays. And, and you know what? They made them, and we didn't. You know, I think uh, there's a lot to learn from that game, Coach, and one of them is what you're talking about. You get down 21 to nothing, basically in the blink of an eye and you don't back down. You get a touchdown and you hang around in that game and fight back in the second half. No, it really showed me a lot about our team and, and uh, you know, by no means uh, 
you know, they were disappointed. And, and I'm going to tell you, it, it, it drugged through most of this week. Um, there was a lot of disappointment. We thought we would play much better. Um, and yet, you know, you go out and play the game and, and you learn from it. But you got to learn how to pick yourself back up. I mean, that's part of life. And uh, sometimes you get knocked down, right? Don't stay there. Let's go ahead and pick ourselves back up. We get to come home. We're going to play a good football team this week in, in, uh, at home at Kelly Shorts. And, and I'm really excited, uh, you know, to get the fans out there. You know, we've we got to get those students out of bed a little earlier, though, mm-hmm. I think, uh, with a noon kickoff, don't you think? You going to go set their alarms and yeah. run through the dorm rooms <laughs> yeah. or what? I'm sure I'll go do that. that that'd be good. That'd be just another thing on my plate. Have you ever been a megaphone guy as a coach? You get that thing working? I never have, but uh, maybe we can set off like fire alarm and get them out of bed or something. Jeez, Pete, he's coming up with all kinds of ideas. Whatever it takes to get the students to the football game. We're behind it. 12 o'clock. Come on out to Kelly Short Stadium. It is always sunny, and it will be on Saturday That's as well. right. You know, and one of the things, obviously, uh, we've got – it's a great environment. Our, our, our marketing staff done a fantastic job kind of updating some things in the stadium, and I know there might have been some hiccup on some things, but one of the things I wanted to bring up is uh, all those 1,100 club members that, that were uh, looking for their normal tent. Well, we've gone a step further and a step better. Um, we obviously didn't do a great job of getting it out, but uh, – the Fabiano brother patio, which ah. is right off the edge of this, the new uh, facility, uh, is is open to all uh, 1,100 club members. Um, right there, looking into the stadium, uh, right off the complex, and uh, want to make sure that they're all invited to that and be able to go and use that. You know, I also heard that the the team is going to stay at the hotel, and they're actually going to be playing in the stadium right next to the hotel. It won't be the you know, fly down after staying in the hotel day of yeah. this week. Well, you know, that, that whole uh, same-day trip, um, no excuses. Uh, you know, uh, you, you, you've got to go down and, and get yourself ready and play, and, and that won't be the only time. You know, we've got a couple of those midweek games. We've got to do that this year uh, as well. So, uh, But with that, you know, I thought the guys traveled well, um, considering all the things that we had to go through going to it. Uh, and then running into a bunch of, uh, you know, glass eaters uh, on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and yet at the same time, uh, our guys held their own. We had some guys who really played well as well. And the Chippewas flew down late morning, but uh, I know it might have been a little bit weird, but you guys did this last year too, busing-wise, going over to NIU, which is about six hours. Did it feel still different though because you had to get on a flight and go down to louisiana it's obviously a little different when you're in the air but uh, you know at the same time that that that's something that we uh you know had to do last year to save some money and and uh help the athletic program and and you know what we're going to do the same thing this year because part of what we do is is um you know try to help all the other sports and and uh you know what? We'll, we'll go play it. I mean, what the heck? Uh, doesn't matter where you play the game. you got to come out and be ready and, uh, you know, go, go on the attack. And that's something we got to do this week. I did want to point this out, Coach, because uh, I know you're a defensive coach. You're a defensive-minded guy, right? Did I, get, did I get that right? Sure, absolutely, whatever you want me to be. So this was the first defensive touchdown in your tenure on Saturday. Devonnie Reed picked it up for you, a 20-yard interception pick six. How about that? It, it, well, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> That's, let's make sure we kind of build on that this week. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was great to see the Chippewas uh, fall down at LSU 49-21. Coach, I know you wanted to go down and, and beat Missouri. I know you wanted to go down and beat LSU, but do you feel your team is progressing forward because you yeah. played some difficult opponents? No, I mean, um, you know, and, and, and really when you go challenge yourself against some of the best, uh, I think it's. I think it does good. You know, it helps you judge kind of where you're at and, and what you're all about. And also, it allows you to prove the fact that you know what you can play with them. And uh, I think that's really important. And you know, we're we're still growing as a program, but you know what, um, this program has come a long, long ways in the short time that we've been here, and uh, we're doing nothing but getting better. And you said it this week, this is this is going to be a big test for your guys Huge to kind of test. pick them yep. back up right after a tough loss. Well, and, and really, you know, not not knowing a lot, you know, or having a history uh, a little bit different than, you know, a league game, you know, and those type of things where you're playing a, you know, a, a, a out-of-conference game uh, against a team that's got, you know, unbelievable skill. And, uh you know, I know that up close and personal, you know, having spent all that time in Florida as, mm -hmm. as I have. And, and uh, we've got our work cut out for us. And, and uh, yet, you know what? Our guys are going to be up for it, and we're going to be ready to roll. Well, let's talk about that game coming up on the other side. FIU Panthers and your Central Michigan Chippewas will battle. We'll kick it off at 12 o'clock here in Mount Pleasant. And, and did I mention about the Fabiano brothers? I don't think you did, so you go know, ahead. And, and, you know, again, those 1,100 club members, man, have a chance to go jump on that patio and enjoy it and and uh thanks for the great people of fabiano brothers you want to take us out here's the read for you i know you like to say it at the end well i i just know that they're proud sponsors of bud and bud light and i want to say thanks to them absolutely well we will be right back on the chippewa sports network from learfield presented by fabiano brothers proud distributors of bud and bud light <laughs> Welcome back to the Coach Mack Show here at Hunter's Ale House, joined by the third-year head coach, Jim McElwain. And uh, it's getting close to game time again. Always like coming here on Thursday evenings because uh, we're just about less than 48 hours from kickoff and nice to be back home in Mount Pleasant for week two. You know, and it is, and it, it's, it's great to get back to kind of normalcy. Uh, you know, for Karen and I, um, we get visitors from around our travels uh, where we've been and We've got a great group of people that came in even early for the radio show. Um, four of my buddies over here, and by the way, one of the greatest tax accountants in the country uh, that takes care of me, but Tommy Edlin and his crew. And, and then if anybody really wants to know the true story on Coach Mack, uh, one of my longtime buddies and college roommates and, and his wife, Spoonie, all right, are back here. So when you guys have a nickname, um, you know you've made it in this world. So uh, Spoonie and his wife Carla are here, and, and we're excited to bring them back to Mount Pleasant. Well, we're just going to go ahead and kick you off, bring them on, so we can hear about all these past stories. I, right? I tell you what, there's some fantastic ones. I mean, there's one about the Holiday Club there in Louisville uh, that, that kind of sticks with me, uh, uh, you know, most unbelievable and then of course there's Schmitty hat night you know that spoonie was part of and and a lot of good times there but uh you know it's 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 great when uh, friends and true friends and family are able to come visit 
make some new memories up here in Mount Pleasant. Great to have them. We're That's always right. uh, always adopting Chippewas on the bandwagon up here in Mount Pleasant. And again, make sure if you're listening tonight, if you're here, get out to Kelly Short Stadium on Saturday. Kickoff is at 12 o'clock. Uh, Coach, I haven't asked you this, but do you have any prior relationship to, to Butch Davis? He's been coaching a long time just like you. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting because uh, I was asked that earlier, actually, on the uh, television uh, crew asked that question earlier in the week. And, and uh, you know, I've spoke with him, obviously, uh, a guy I've had a ton of respect for, uh, you know, all the way back when he was coach for the Cowboys, you know, and Jimmy Johnson and winning Super Bowls and, and that type of thing. But... Uh, Guy that's run unbelievable programs, won a ton of games. He's done a fantastic job uh, down at FIU. But as far as, uh, you know, having kind of a personal relationship, you know, talked to him on the phone a couple times. Uh, I think I hired one of his guys one time. And, and uh, But I just know what a great coach he is and, and what, a, what a great program builder he is. Man, he really built Miami back up that, that second time in the yeah. early 2000s. I know Larry Coker was the head coach when they won it uh, in the 2000s, but he was right there before, 11 and one year. He did a good job at North Carolina, obviously was with the Cleveland Browns, got them to the playoffs. Yeah. So he's how, been, about, how about, you know, other than I guess last year, he was the last coach ever to get them to the playoffs, yeah. you know? So you just think about that. I mean, here's a guy uh, obviously uh, coached at the highest level for a long time and, and it's as as one a ton of games what sticks out to you when you watch his teams or you think of his teams on film what you, are you going to get i think what you get is you get sound you know you get sound football fundamentally sound uh they do a great job on defense as far as canceling gaps and knowing where each of them have to be um you know b being where he's at he's able to utilize uh you know with their offense they utilize that skill and and, and one of the things that, that, you know, hurt us obviously a week ago were the explosive plays by fantastic skill guys. And these guys have some guys who can really run now. So uh, we're going to have to do a great job of keeping it in front of us and, and picking our spots on offense where hopefully we can get back to having explosive plays. Central Michigan FIU coming up 12 o'clock on Saturday. Just like the other previous opponents in the non-com, it will be the first meeting. So Missouri, LSU, Robert Morris, all first-timers. And you were you were blown away by this on Wednesday that the Chippewas have never beaten a team from Florida in their program history. Yeah. 0 for 5 so far. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's rather terrifying, actually. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think what you do, though, is, is – uh, you know, you can use history in a lot of different ways. And uh, in this case, um, this particular football team has no history with a team out of Florida. So we've, we've got to take advantage of that. Yes, you do. Well, the Chippewas hoping that they could pick up their uh, second win. Uh, Coach, looking at their secondary, uh, they've got a ton of experience yeah. back there. A couple and, and guys can really run. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Dames twins, yeah. and then you've got Dorian Hall and Josh Turner, a transfer from Iowa. Collectively, those four starting as the defensive backs have collected 15 total interceptions, and this was a defensive backfield that was really good a year ago. Right, and, and obviously when we're successful, we're not turning the ball over. Mm. And, uh, you know, we've got to do a, a really good job of, of being accurate with our throws. We can't be off balance and putting the ball up in the air because these guys can hock it down. And, and uh, it's going to be a great challenge for our wideouts. Uh, they've got to challenge themselves against this secondary. 
Wanted to ask you specifically about a couple of wideouts that had some nice performances. Uh, Ja'Cory Sullivan continues to perform well. He's now got nearly 1,500 total receiving yards, nine total touchdowns. I know he was open, broken coverage play, but he finished that touchdown yeah, run strong yeah. on Saturday. What is it like to have a veteran and big-bodied leader out there like Ja'Cory Sullivan? Well, part of it is, you know, the catch radius. You know, you got a comfort as a quarterback throwing to a guy, you know, um, you know, that has that, and, and he's taken advantage of it. I've, I've been really impressed. I think a year ago he kind of disappeared a little bit, and, uh, you know, he really committed himself this offseason. You're seeing him uh, actually finish routes. You're seeing him finish catches. You're seeing him be disciplined on where he needs to be and, and be on time, and, and uh, that's been really good to see the growth in, in Ja'Cory. On the other side, career game for Joe Wilson first touchdown at CMU and uh, he found some some space out there in Baton Rouge on Saturday no he did um, you know I think it's it's uh, you know you can really be successful offensively when when you spread the ball around and and uh, you know in our case uh, you know when the tight end position becomes one they've got to be aware of that opens things up for a Khalil Pimpleton that opens things up for for uh, obviously the other guys in the passing game. So, you know, getting him kind of going, we're going to need big things out of him because you mentioned that secondary. Uh, we've got to take advantage of matchups this week. All right, well, another mismatch that you have is, uh, I mean, again, going back to last year, you weren't really sure what you're going to get out of the special teams, but uh, one of your kickers was the Ray Guy punter of the week, Luke Elzinga, six punts. 49-yard average. He had three of 50-plus yards, and he pinned four of them inside the 20-yard line. Well, what that tells me is we didn't do a great job on offense if you're we punted that many times. <laughs> but uh, we absolutely do have a weapon in both our kickers. Uh, and, and Luke, I, I felt Luke didn't punt well in the first game. I think he kind of tried to push it a little bit too much. And, and I really, you know, the last two games, he's gotten back into rhythm. He's got a fantastic leg. He's really done a good job with his op time uh, between our snapper, Frankie Lama, and, and him. Um, you know, I think he's got to become a weapon for us. Um, you know, one of the things we were kind of backed up, uh, you know, he drove a punt mm -hmm. on the other side of the 50. Uh, they got a penalty, which then pushed them back even more. And, and any time you can change field position with, uh, your kicking game and and you know what we've done a much better job um, in in all our special teams I, and and I think that can be attributed to the fact we're not playing you know we don't have a roster of 55 guys like we had a year ago we actually have a full roster and we're able to play a lot of guys I think the other thing too coach you guys were disciplined on Saturday you didn't have many penalties in that game I know that was something the penalties snuck up whether they were legit or not in Missouri but you guys played pretty sound in terms of that department uh, down in Baton Rouge we're getting better and, and again it goes back to the detail and um, you, know, you got to come focused for every snap and uh, you know I'm okay with with there, there are some penalties that happen uh, that are hustle penalties some of those things happen in a game, but it's the undisciplined ones, and, and we've got to continue uh, to keep harping on don't hurt yourself, and um, we're doing a pretty darn good job of that.
I tell you what, it's not hard to miss when the tight ends and the tight ends coach walk into Hunter's Alehouse. So before we go to break and bring one of them on, do you have any menu options for them? Because I think they, they look pretty hungry over there. They need to get some food. So what do you recommend here at Hunter's Alehouse? Well, there's technically there's not a bad thing in the house here. I mean, Johnny does such a fantastic job. But, uh, you know, that pizza that, uh, you know, the, the President Davies yeah. uh, kind of uh, – you know, gave us a little kind of side note on last uh, week was mm -hmm. fantastic. And, uh, you know, I'm always a big fan of the bangers and mash. That's right. Uh, hand tossed or you can go uh, flat flatbread as well. I mean, you got multiple options. Now, hey, or wait a minute. Crust. Sorry. You, you're not going to hand toss bangers and mash. <laughs> you're I not. Know, I do know that. You said pizza. And, uh, and okay. I lost and you just lost else. me at everything else. <laughs> I got you. Well, hey, let's bring up uh, Tavita Thompson coming up on the other side. We'll talk to the tackles and tight ends coach in his fourth year as we continue on the Coach Max show from Hunter's Hill House. It's the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. It's the Coach Max Show from Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and the fourth-year tackles and tight ends coach Tavita Thompson is here. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Tavita, tell me what's happening in your life, man. I mean, this is uh, basically just kind of like the weather you have on the island, <laughs> isn't it, out here? You know, um, in the weather, it's a, it's a little bit colder here, but uh, I've kind of grown to like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could always warm up. The hard part is when it's hot all the time, it's hard to cool down. You know, I, I uh, you know, obviously, tell us a little bit about your journey, okay. you know, to, to Central Michigan and, <laughs> and Mount Pleasant. Um, you know, I, I, did you take a boat over? How's that work? <laughs> well, you know, as as most of everyone knows, I grew up in Honolulu, Hawaii. Played high school football there, and then uh, played my collegiate career at Oregon State University, um, back in the Pac-10, <laughs> um, now Pac-12. Um, after that, I bounced around for about three years trying to play pro football. Um, was on five teams, never found a home kind of deal. Sure. Um, and then uh, hung it up, and my first coaching job was at a Division three college in Forest Grove, Oregon. Coaching Forest Grove. Yeah. Forest Grove. Forest Grove, Oregon, coaching defensive line. Uh-huh. Yep. And, and which school is that in Forest Grove? Is that Pacific? <laughs> it's uh, Pacific University. Yeah, Pacific. Yep. 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 Um, got a call from my uh, my uh, old head coach at Oregon State, Mike Riley, asked if I wanted to come GA, and that was a no-brainer. You know, I, I wanted to go back and be a Beaver again, and so I did that for three years as a graduate assistant. And then when he moved to Nebraska, he took me with him. Um, so I was with him at Nebraska for three years, and then uh, came here with Coach Bonamago, and then uh, got to join your staff and it was it's been awesome yeah well i don't know about that you know <laughs> i think that, i think they have to say that you know when they're <laughs> up here but uh no that's great you know uh you have an interesting sidelight now you're was your uncle that had a dance yes. yeah yeah so i, th I think <laughs> how did you I think, remember this i think this is actually pretty entertaining right here i mean not yeah. everybody you know can actually do shows at disney world <laughs> go ahead so um you know how in Hawaii they have those luau shows and all that, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, my uncle actually owns a show called Tihati Productions, and it's one of the bigger shows in Hawaii. So 
growing up, it's one of those things I, I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> like, I had to learn how to do it. And so um, <laughs> when you go to the shows and you see, you know, the hula dancers, this guy out there doing, like, the haka and the fire knife, and the, I, I did all of that. Yeah. So yeah. get up here. So, Let's so see it. No, yeah. here's the thing, though. My body was very different at that time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think everybody just close your eyes and visualize them in a skirt. Yeah, yeah. That, that's but, it. Yeah, yes. but... No, you know, we've uh, obviously since we've been here, the tight ends are a big part of our offense. And mm -hmm. kind of w what are some of the things uh, from a tight end tackle standpoint? But uh, what, what are some of the things that you, that you feel like uh, we can use those tight ends to kind of take advantage of, of defenses? You know, the great thing about the tight end is he has to do everything and he can do everything. And so he really ties an offense together. And that's what I really love about it. To be able to put a tight end out on the field and get into a three-by-one set and create mismatches versus him against the Mike linebacker and then, you know, insert him and then now run him on a route right through him, right past him. And so the ability to stretch the field vertically, horizontally, and then be a force in the run game, the tight end really can do a lot for an offense. And that's why I love the position. You know, the uh, the thing that, that since we've come here, obviously we, we shift in motion and those guys – Probably of all the people, believe it or not, on the on the football team other than the quarterback, there's probably more on the plate of the tight ends than any other position. And you have to love it that way. You know, whenever you're given that much responsibility, it's empowering, you know, to be able to be trusted to do those types of things. And then that's how much the team wants you to be a part of everything. You take it upon yourself. You take a pride in that job. And so, yeah, you know, I'm really happy with the two guys that I brought here today. Um, this one of those things, you're never happy with your performance, no matter how good you did. It's what else can I do? And that's kind of the tight end mindset is like, what else can I do? I've been a part of protection. I've been a part of the run game. I've been a part of the passing game. What else can I do? You know, and also just the body type, you know, we, we have Keegan up here, uh, you know, on, on special teams. I right. mean, you know, they've got, they've got a huge role there as well. Oh, and that's the life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the more you can do, the better. That's right. Well, I got to ask then, Hunter Butchkowski, is he a fullback or is he a tight end? Which one is he? Well, he's a tight end. Okay. We use him as a tight end, but if you were to ask him that, he'd probably say he's a fullback. I mean, he's the type of guy he wants to run through a wall every play. I, I think, you know, rather than a fullback or a tight end, I think quite simply he's a townie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Butch is a fun one. Um, yeah. You know, he's a guy that, like I said, he just wants contact. He wants and urges contact, and he loves that. And it's so exciting to watch a player that loves that and has a passion for that. It sounds like you feel like this group is coming along nicely here in 2021. Absolutely. They are coming along, but as they know, there's always room for improvement. That's right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, maybe we'll catch that dance some other time. Maybe yeah. Here, we'll sell this. If the fans come out on Saturday, Tavita's going to give us that Hawaiian dance. You know what? I think the next time, though, we get him, we're going we're gonna to get him to uh, give up the goods on the kava juice. Oh, uh, yeah. The kava. Know, yeah. It, it, uh, <laughs> it'll knock some people's socks off. It'll get the fans to come out to be the town there you go fourth year coach thanks so much for joining us and good awesome. luck on saturday thank you for having me thanks t all right we'll come back with one of those two tight ends that are going to join us keegan kasu or joel wilson whoever wants to come up first come on up next on the chippewa sports network from leofair presented by fabiano brothers proud distributors of bud and bud light
And we're back on the Coach Max show from Hunter's Ale House, packed house here tonight as the Chippewas get ready to battle the Panthers of FIU on Saturday. Coach Mack, we've got one of your tight ends up here. Yeah, Joel Wilson from uh, from up north, right? <laughs> up north. Yeah. Up north. Yeah. So, uh, Joel, tell me exactly where that's at. Uh, well, if you're from Michigan, yeah. a lot of people give it a hand. Yeah, sure. It's like right up here, right? Uh, Right, kind of yeah, there. Yeah, almost it, right. There's Mackinac Bridge. We're like right there. They're right there. Okay, yeah. so everybody's visualizing their hand right now. <laughs> All right, so that, that's actually a good thing. And, of course, uh, also kind of the hometown there of uh, one of Central Michigan's uh, best, best people, uh, the Canines, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so you know, you obviously a multi-sport athlete in high school and uh, – Kind of tell me about the, the growth into the tight end position for you. Uh, I mean, it's, it's been a lot, you know. It's, uh, it's been crazy going from, you know, coming from high school playing quarterback, you know, yeah. and like pitcher, so everything's like throwing aspect and <laughs> all that. But, I mean, mainly being athletic was kind of like my biggest thing, just being versatile. So uh, I think the biggest leap for me was getting to college and putting on all this weight. Sure. And um, – learning everything from a blocking aspect that was totally new to me everything was just brand new to me but i've had uh tavita to be my head, my coach and you know he's been great for me he's been mentoring me teaching me everything to do um that good role models you know keegan and butch and oakley and all yeah. them those guys they groomed me in you know they brought me in and it was i mean it should it should have been a harder transition for me than i think it was but i had a lot of people help me along the way that groomed me into what i am now so. sure so like you're like you come down here and now you're up over 250 pounds uh, like do you call home and say mom i need some new clothes or how does that work <laughs> uh yeah i mean i ask her for as much as i can whenever i can <laughs> I some you. gas money some clothes something like that <laughs> something like that yeah well that's great so you kind of gave a secret away you know obviously a quarterback uh and, and a guy that played baseball and can throw it um you know there's probably somewhere in the offense that uh, there might be a pass, you know, from the tight end mm. position. I hope so. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So tell us a little bit about the study on these guys. What what are some of the things we need to, you know, kind of focus on? Mm. Oh, I think they, they're they pretty solid up front. They have a good secondary. Um, I think one of our biggest points of attack is just beating them up front. Mm -hmm. um, that was kind of, that's kind of been an emphasis for us the entire year, and that's something that as us as tight ends try to do every single game anyways. Um, so if we can attack them up front, establish a good run game, to set up the pass game as well, that should be good for us. Um, winning our one-on-one -on -one battles, we got a big, you know, we've, we've been preaching it all week, talking yep. about matchups and everything we do, special teams, along with the whole aspect of the game. It's winning our matchups and it's getting the win. You know, it is amazing when, you, you know, the game of football is truly one of the greatest team sports there are, but within that team, there are one-on-one -on -one matchups that occur every mm -hmm. single snap. And, uh, you know, I'm glad you kind of brought that up because I think sometimes, you know, fans see it as, oh, who, you know, well, you know what? It's about that guy across from me, and that's who I have to block or that's who I have to beat when we go do that. Uh, you know, now that you've been here a little bit of time, tell us where you're at school-wise. School-wise, I'm senior in the classroom, sophomore in the field. <laughs> yeah, how about that? <laughs> how about that? Crazy. See, you know, so by the time he finishes his uh, his eligibility, he'll have his doctorate. Oh, I my think. goodness. What, what are you going into, Joel? Um, major sport management, minor entrepreneurship. I so, got gotcha. you. Um, so entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think I said it right. What? what uh, give me a little background in that. What exactly is that? 
<laughs> I'm just getting started with that. <laughs> it, it's pretty broad, you know. I can yeah. do a lot of things with that, you know. I kind of like the. I don't want to have one set thing that I'm putting all my my eggs in, you know. What sure, I'm saying? that's right. So I mean, anything that's kind of like I can just branch out and take it any way I want to take it. Just uh -huh. get the knowledge that I can get while I'm here is basically what I thought of it. So okay, so let's go back to up north. Give me the best beach. What's the, the best summer beach up north? Oof. Petoskey State Park is pretty good. Is it pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's All pretty right. Good. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people go to the uh, it's a place called the Breakwall out in Petoskey. It's just a, a big pier that goes way out in the water right mm -hmm. by the um, right by all the city docks right down there. Sure. You go out there in the summer on a hot day. It'll just be packed with people just jumping off the Breakwall. It's probably like a eight-foot drop right into Lake Michigan. Right. If you've never been there, you'll jump in and you'll think it's freezing cold, <laughs> but it's really actually like kind of warm. Well, you're talking to a guy from Montana that goes to <laughs> Flathead Lake, so it, I get it. Yeah. But uh no, I, I, uh, it's so beautiful up there, and obviously the, the town itself. I, I had the fortune to go there a couple times, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's truly, you know, it kind of amazes me, you know, that it's in. Well, let's talk about the lake itself. Mm -hmm. How the heck they call that a lake and not an ocean? Yeah, no, it's, I mean, pretty, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> like, you, you'd think, like, people's uh, aspect of a lake, like what they picture as a lake, yeah, yeah. and then they come up north and they see what lake michigan is they're, they're like what the heck is this this is this is the freaking ocean <laughs> that's a, no doubt about yeah. it but well thanks joe man i appreciate you being here and obviously a huge piece of of this team and and you know our our game plan it really goes how the tight ends go so let's have a great game huh yeah yes sir let's go out there and get a win all right buddy all right that's the sophomore tight end out of petoskey joe wilson keegan kasu the junior from greenville coming up next on the coach max show it's the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Couple more segments here on the Coach Max Show, fourth one of the year as the Chippewas get ready to battle with the Panthers on Saturday at Kelly Short Stadium. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and uh, the tight ends, Keegan Kasu coming up here, the junior from Greenville. Keeks, how you doing, man? Doing great. Good. Now, well, Joel told us, okay, we took this kind of hand thing, right? Yep. He told us that he was kind of somewhere up here in Petoskey. So where the heck is Greenville? B. A little to the west, not quite to Grand Rapids, just north of Grand Rapids. Just north of Grand Rapids. Okay, yep. so how far from the water? Probably 40, 45 minutes. Okay, so yeah. a little more inland, right? Mm -hmm. yep. So, uh, you know, in, in, you know, little note, Keegan's one of the uh, highly recruited guys, you know, that came to Central Michigan and obviously came in originally. Give, give us that bounce around. You know, you were kind of a ping pong ball by, by positions while you were here. Yep. Give us kind of how that was. So tight end my first season and then redshirt freshman season, tight end still. And then when your staff got here, uh, was the defensive end change. And then what was it? That season of 19, defensive line. Then next following spring. And I think when we started our COVID camp, I was a D lineman for two days before trying out tackle for about that's three right. weeks that's and right. then right before about a week before the first game was back to tight end now that's right and uh you know i think you found a home don't you think yes yeah definitely yeah and uh kind of when you know you, you talk about the different things where does the special teams come into that just being able to do it all like coach t is always stressing at tight end we gotta be able to do everything mm -hmm. do everything for the team that's right yeah. so uh 
tell us a little bit kind of where you're at as far as academically and, and, and where you're headed. Academic, I'm a senior in the classroom, and then I guess on the field it would make me a junior. Uh-huh. So expecting to graduate in December, and I'm a sports management ma- uh, major, and then a marketing minor. Marketing minor, and then you know once we once we secure that that degree, what what kind of will you go to pick up some more undergrad? Are you looking to possibly go into grad school? Kind of where is that at? I'm not too sure. Maybe something else in undergrad. Maybe uh-huh. another minor or something. I think entrepreneurship. You know, I. <laughs> Isn't that, what, I mean, what the heck, right? Sounded like it was pretty broad. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what? I'm kind of like you can throw a little bit of anything in yeah. there, right? Um, so as far as your study, you, you know, as far as uh, against this team in this game, uh, what do you think some of the keys are? Yeah, like uh, bouncing off what Joel said, they're good team, good up front, just winning our one-on-one matchups, and then, like, you're always stressing, out hit, out hustle, execute, communicate. Whatever it takes to win every you know, play. You talk about that communication piece because one of the things, you know, when we did move you in to tackle there because of where mm-hmm. we were at on the roster a year ago, and, and by the way, uh, I want to say thank you because not a lot of guys, uh, you know, would, would jump in there and do it like you did. But talk about the importance of the communication itself, you know, where that starts on every play and then kind of how that works between you and the tackle or – you in the center, wherever that might be. Yep, communication, pre-snap, and then it could change, and then it might change again. Just talk talk the whole time before the play even happens, really, I guess. Right. Yep. So, you know, you think about all the shifts and motions and, and all the things you have to do. Obviously, you get an initial point, and then you're the guy a lot of times when you go across the formation that actually changes yep. what might happen in the call, and then – from there, echoing it with the tackle, kind of how does that work? Yeah, so like you're saying, when we move, the defense is going to move, and then communicating our work with the tackle and whatnot is it's huge. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting because uh, I don't think a lot of people know, you know, you call a play, and then all the things that go on in that short time before it's snapped. Yeah. You know, it's incredible. You, yeah. Do you uh, Who do you rely on most uh, kind of in the communication piece? Uh, this, it's big to know the point from the center to start, and then from there it could be the tackle. It might be your H back behind you. It could be anybody. Could be a little bit yeah. of anybody. Rely on yourself as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, you know, if everybody's on the same page, you got a chance to be successful, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, good, man. Well, I really appreciate you being here. And, and, again, the tight ends are a huge piece of what we do here offensively. And, and uh, a lot can be said, you know, how you guys go, we go in uh, – you know, for you personally, I just want to say thanks for all those different moves, <laughs> hanging in there and, and really coming back to a home, man. That that says a lot. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, bud. Keegan Kasu, tight end for the Chippewas. will be a big, important piece on Saturday. Central Michigan FIU, 12 o'clock. Coach Mack and I will wrap up the show when we come back. Do we get a do we get a say Fabiano Brothers and Bud and Bud Light? We do. And so. did I did I mention that the eleven hundred club members can actually be on the Fabiano patio? You did. Okay, good. I want to make sure I got that out there. We'll, we'll talk about it hey, again. And maybe. Before we do that, you know, Ronnie Z's out here with his wife. And I tell you what, that looks like a heck of a Hawaiian flatbread. Is that what or thin crust? Is thin that crust. what it is? Yeah. Thin crust. I, and you shouldn't. You know, I'm not asking for any. I just tell you, everything on these tables looks so good at Hunter's. You know, last week he did ask, and uh, 
Bob Davies delivered for you, but he's not giving up the pie this week. So. I don't blame him. You know, I, I, <laughs> I tell the story, you know, when I first took the job, I, they asked, I asked who I should know. I, I said, the guy who had his name up there, the, the Zizzlet, you know, I mean, that guy. So. And he's got a great-looking pizza over there, and uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to get you one, maybe. Yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> I'm going to save it for my wife's cooking at home. She does a great job. All right, there we go. We'll come back and uh, wrap this show up on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield. Uh, Learfield presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. It's our final segment on the Coach Max Show. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, Chippewas, and Panthers getting ready to clash for the first time in 2021. Kelly Short Stadium, the host site, 12 o'clock Saturday right here in Mount Pleasant. No better place to be on a Saturday. Well, it's going to be a beautiful day. It's going to be in the high 60s, and uh, it's going to be sunshine, and, and again, a noon game. So, um, you know, all the people that have to go to uh, yard sales, get it done early, all right? Drive straight to the uh, stadium and, and enjoy this football team because let me tell you something. We've got a fantastic team. We've got a great group of guys, and we need to get on a run here in this next nine games as we kind of head into to league play. Yeah, I feel like this is a, a really important game for you, Coach, because after this one, it's all Mac from here on out, and you got a couple tough games on the road, Miami, Ohio. So this kind of seems like a potential launching pad heading into the most important part of the season. Well, I just I, I think it's important uh, in, in a lot of ways. I think, you know, our team, uh, we're still kind of finding ourselves a little bit, and yet, you know, our, our, our leaders, our, our, our go-to players, I mean, an opportunity to really set, step, step up and uh, make a statement. And, you know, it's really important to those guys that we win at home. Um, that's something we have to do and, and something that, that our guys are starting to kind of understand. That's really what it's out. Making Kelly Shorts one of those places no one wants to come. And it certainly seems like uh, an impactful spot for you guys. Seven wins and nine tries. And, I, I mean, that first time back with the fans against Robert Morris a couple of weeks ago, you could tell how much that meant to you, the rest of the coaches, and everybody involved to have that support behind you. Yeah, and I think a year ago, you know, we lost a couple spring game balls, ball games in there with nobody <laughs> yeah. in the stands. And, uh, you know, just, again, uh, it was a great crowd, students, the band, uh, all the people that, that came out and, and you know what? Our, our kids really respond to that. So hopefully we can get a lot of people in the stands again and, and uh, have a great afternoon. Now, there's no question about it. 12 o'clock Saturday, Kelly Short Stadium, Central Michigan taking on FIU. And, again, this is uh, just to go back on them as we got a couple minutes here, Coach. It seems uh -huh. like a, they're, they're a tricky opponent here. That it, can They can sneak up on you if you're not ready to play against no, them. No, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the skill they have and, and – uh, you know, you mentioned it, you know, the strength, you know, they do a great job of taking the ball away. And, and one of the things we have not uh, done a great job of since we've been here is, is taking care of the football. And, and when, when we don't take care of the football, being able to respond, you know, to, to some of that. And we, we've got to get better at that. There's no doubt about it. Um, and yet this should be a lot of fun. It, it, it should be a great game. And, and uh, people who love football will, will enjoy this game turnovers are so difficult because they just kind of happen and obviously you, you practice protecting the ball you practice throwing to your guys and not getting intercepted but 
they happen, how do you improve in that facet as the season goes on? Well, I think, you know, the big thing for us is, is it, it's all about don't try to do too much. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes those occur when you're trying to do too much. And, uh, you know, just the important thing, and, and we, we really stress it, you know, do your job. And, and whatever that job might be, just do that job at, at, at the highest level as you can. And, and uh, you know, sometimes don't try to do too much. You know, th those guys will take care of it, those guys around you, as long as you're doing your job. A couple leaders defensively wanted to ask you about. Uh, Gage Kresge, a senior that's been here five, six years. Uh, Troy Brown coming back three-time, returning starter, and a two-time first-team All-Max selection. Those are your two leading tacklers on defense. How important are those two guys to your defense here in 2021? No, I tell you what, we, we've our, our older guys, and we, we talked about this actually in the meeting today, uh, the team meeting. You know, we got about 75 guys that, that think, you know, that got here and think that, you know, everything is like this new facility and all this stuff, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the guys that were here, those core guys, you know, that, that moved to the trailers with us, mm -hmm. you know, and really invested in the program. And we've got th – those are the guys, and, and you mentioned a couple of them right there, that, that I think um, really embody what – kind of where we're headed, where we came from, and yet where we're headed. And uh, those guys are playing great and affecting the people around them in a positive way, and that's so important. And it's a process, Coach. I know you, you've preached that. Uh, it's year three, but you're still building this program up and, and trying to uh, accomplish that important goal of winning a MAC championship. And certainly you can take that next step in your final non-con game this weekend. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and uh, you know, that is the ultimate goal. And yet if you don't take care of these steps along the way, you'll never get there. And, you know, that, a lot of times, uh, you know, talk is cheap. You hear that. And, and it is. Guys like to talk about what they're going to do and you know the one thing that i obviously uh, talked to our guys a lot about is uh, your actions speak so loudly i can't hear what you say and that's really important this week well looking forward to watching them play coach thanks for joining us and go get them on saturday can't wait and can't wait for the people to get out there it'll be a, it'll be a great day and and uh, everybody enjoy the food and of course Maybe a button Bud Light for Fabiano Brothers. There you go. 12 o'clock on Saturday, Central Michigan against FIU. We'll see you there.